Phone records, emails, search terms, texts, live chats. There's so much information out there about you, about me, about everyone that experts call it big data. The NSA is building a facility in the Utah desert, 1.5 million square feet, just to store it all. So is big data the insidious big brother of our times? Not quite, says Victor Meyer Schoenberger. He co-authored the book Big Data, a revolution that will transform how we live, work, and think. Big data is phenomenally useful in order to predict certain things, predict human behavior, for example, or predict when a car is breaking down. But they're predictions and they're based on probabilities. And as such, they may be wrong. They give you an 80% chance that you're right. Uh, That's good enough for many decisions, but that's not, for example, good enough to say whether or not somebody is guilty or innocent. Give us a real example of, of the kind of predictions that big data has actually achieved. Google is able to predict the spread of the seasonal flu uh, by just looking at what people search on the internet. They look at the billions of search terms that people look for uh, online every single day and are able to correlate that to look for similarities between these search terms and the spread of the past flu and use that as a model to predict uh, where the flu is going. And it is accurate. It's still a prediction and it has an 80%, a 90% accuracy rate. That means that, uh, you know, 8 out of 10 times it's right, 2 out of 10 times it's wrong. Now, one of the concerns that you outline in in, uh, your book is propensity or using big data predictions to punish people even before they act, uh, kind of a minority report scenario. Can you explain what you mean? And is this actually happening right now? Uh, Indeed, that is the general dark side of big data, namely that we hold people responsible not for what they have done in the past, but what they're only predicted to do in the future. That sounds like minority report. In fact, that's exactly the direction that this is leading to. And the problem is that uh, people who would be punished for only what they're predicted to do could never prove their innocence. We are not there yet, but in many instances, we are sort of beginning to inch towards that direction. There are law enforcement agencies in the United States, in many cities, for example, that use data analysis to predict which neighborhoods uh, will have what kind or type of crime at what day of the week and at what time of the day. And so they then send more officers to patrol there at that time. That might look like an innocent uh, allocation of resources, but if there are always police cars in a particular neighborhood, say a minority neighborhood, that also then sort of perpetuates stereotypes, doesn't it? So, I mean, we kind of set this up as being in the realm of science fiction and Minority Report, that film, famous film with Tom Cruise. But, I mean, are, are you personally concerned that this is where things are headed? I am greatly concerned. We're all focused on privacy. What we overlook is the fact that big data may be abused uh, for understanding the why, and big data cannot tell us the why. Now, one of your big pushes, Victor, is to figure out how data might not live forever. Uh, First of all, why don't you want data to be around forever? The ability of humans to forget is really central to humans making sense of the world. As we forget the details of what we experience, what we see uh, every day, we are able to generalize and to abstract, to see the forest rather than the individual trees. And so human forgetting performs a very important function. As we undo human forgetting through digital remembering, we make it harder for people to abstract, to see the forest rather than just the individual trees, but also to 
be able to forgive behaviors of the past. So how do you sift through what's good big data and bad big data? Because it sounds like what you're saying is that big data is not inherently evil. Not at all. The most important next step, I think, for us is to understand these qualities of big data, that they make it very much easier in one way to understand the world and to sort of gain new insights, but also offer a a particular new dark side that we need to safeguard against. We need to have a debate about that. Victor Meyer Schoenberger, co-author of Big Data, thanks very much for speaking with us. Thank you, Marco.